You're listening to Points Talk with the Travel Mom Squad, previously known as the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Follow the links in the show notes to stay up to date with what the Travel Mom Squad has been up to. If you've been wanting to take a trip to Washington, D.C. on Points and Miles, this episode is for you. Keep listening as we share how you can make that happen, along with our favorite things to do while you're there. Welcome to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. We are three moms who've discovered how to leverage credit card welcome offers to get hundreds of thousands of dollars in travel expenses for nearly free. We've used credit card points and miles to take vacations to places like Hawaii, Paris, Greece, the Maldives, Italy, and so much more. And the best part? We each still have an 800 plus credit score. Imagine being able to book a vacation without having to check your bank account. It's totally possible and we're here to show you how. Hey, I'm Alex. And I'm Pam, Alex's mom. And I'm Jess. We are Travel Hacking Moms. Today, we are heading to the nation's capital. We are going to cover flights, hotels, and activities. So let's get to it. Alex, why don't you kick it off with your favorite ways to get to Washington, D.C.? Okay, so there are two airports you can pick from when you're going to Washington, D.C. There's Dolez and Reagan. And Reagan is a lot closer. When my mom and I went, and when did when was that, mom? 2022, right? Yes, I think so. Yeah, so we went, we flew into Dulles and then out of Reagan for our last visit. And we wished we had done Reagan for both. Like, we didn't realize when we did that, that Reagan was so much closer. So that would be my advice is if you can, you know, fly into Ra- in and out of Reagan if you can. Um, but all the major airlines service both airports. And so if you want to like shop around and see which one has the best or like the lower award prices, you can do either one. We have flown when we went. Um, I flew. Did we did we fly together? No, we didn't. We didn't. Uh-huh. We just met up at the Denver airport. So I flew you. I think I flew United. Oh, no, that's right. We've met at Denver. Yeah. So I flew Southwest. There and then I flew Delta home and Mom, you did United both ways, right? Right. Yeah, Jess, I'm assuming that you've done United. I've done United and Southwest, so I've done both. But yes, and I agree. I always fly into Reagan. I don't think I've I've been to DC at least three times, three or four times, and I don't think I've ever flown into Dulles, and so. I agree with you that I find it easier to find flights into Reagan in addition to it just being overall more convenient. Yeah. So that's kind of it for flights. Like, you know, you've got lots of options, lots of airlines. Let's go ahead and switch over to hotels. We have a variety of different options. There's definitely no shortage of hotels in D.C. with all of the major hotel brands. So you'll be able to find something for sure. These are just some of the ones that like we've stayed at or that we've heard really good things about that are good redemptions with your points and miles. So, Mom, do you want to kick it off? Sure. When Alex and I went a couple of years ago, we took her. How old was Eli turning? Was he? That was his 10th birthday. For his 10th birthday. And so we took him on a trip for his 10th birthday. And I don't remember if that's where he chose or to go to or if you chose that for him no we I just chose a form because I had never been but like he really likes history and so I knew he would find it all very interesting he loved it so much that I thought that maybe he had picked it because it was just such a great place to take a child and it was 
so amazing to have points and miles and to be able to do something so special as to go celebrate his birthday by going to Washington, D.C. And we stayed at the Grand Hyatt, Washington, D.C. What I loved about this hotel the most is how centrally located it was. It was phenomenal. We could walk to everywhere we wanted to go, to restaurants. We could walk to tourist sites. It was really a great location. It's a Hyatt category for a hotel, so you'll need uh, 15,000 points a night. And the best part is we didn't even use points. We both had free night certificates, and we used free night certificates to stay there. It is a huge hotel. I mean, there are tons of rooms. And to be honest, I thought when I walked in, I thought the lobby and everything was phenomenal. And I thought, this is gorgeous. And it was just so nice. I was a little disappointed with the rooms. They were just, you know, normal hotel rooms, nothing too exciting. They had double beds um, and they don't allow rollaways in the room. So Alex was a little bit more squashed with having someone to share a bed with. But it was really all about location, location, location. There was a metro station located right near the hotel. Like I said, it took us maybe 15 minutes to walk to the National Mall. It was an ideal location. And with that price point of being able to stay there with free night certificates, I would totally do it again. Yeah, they they do have rollaways available. They just don't let them in the double room. I think in the king room, you can get them. So looking back, it probably would have been better. Maybe not better for you, mom, but better for me if like we would have had a king bed and a rollaway because sharing a, um, a double bed with a 10-year-old was not ideal. Yeah, well, now, now Jess did it a little fancier than we did. Bougie Jess stayed at the Park Hyatt. So that's honestly where I'd probably want to stay next time. So just tell us all about it. I feel like the Park Hyatt is definitely more your speed, Pam. So like the Grand Hyatt, the Park Hyatt standard rooms are either a king bed or two double beds. I'm not a huge fan of the two double bed setup. Um, it was me on our most recent trip. It was me, my husband, our daughter, and my stepson, who's a teen. And if you know anything about teen boys, they don't smell the best. And so I was like, we need two rooms. Like, I'm not cramming the four of us in a room with two double beds. And so we actually used the Hyatt family plan rate when we stayed at the Park Hyatt, Washington, D.C. That is basically it's not it's not available at all Hyatt's. So you're going to want to call and make sure that it's available at the one you're looking at. But you can book one room on points or with cash. And then you can get a second room for 50% off the standard rate. So you can also use points for the first room. You cannot get 50% off of the points rate for the second room. But we got one standard room with points. And then we got a second room for 50% off the cash rate. So we got two rooms for a pretty good price for being the Park Hyatt. That is so nice, too, because sometimes, you know, if you're traveling with a bigger family, you might not have that many points. You're like, I don't want to blow all of my points on this. But if you can budget in like, oh, I just got 50% off a room, you can save some of your points and just have them go further for another vacation. So I love that option. Yeah, exactly. So we were able to get two rooms. The Park Hyatt is actually a category five, which is pretty, which is pretty good for it being a Park Hyatt. Typically, Park Hyatts are closer to like category seven or eight. So 
The Park Hyatt DC is at Category 5, which means it's 20,000 points a night for standard rooms. Yeah, and like I said, we did the family plan rate. We love – we've actually stayed there twice. What I went to DC once with just my husband and I, and we stayed there. Their restaurant is Michelin Distinguished. It's called Blue Duck Tavern. It's amazing. It's so good. And that's also where if you're a globalist, that's where you get your globalist breakfast. And so the breakfast is amazing. You can have it at the restaurant or you can get it via room service. So we did a little bit of both. Y'all know room service is like my favorite thing. <laughs> so um, yeah, it is a little bit further location wise it's closer to georgetown so it is a little bit further away from the main dc sites i've mentioned this on previous episodes i like to be a little bit more removed from the main tourist attractions so for me that was a positive but if you want to be able to walk to all the touristy things in dc then it may not be the best choice i will say dc has a really robust public transportation system and so it is really easy to get anywhere on the metro um and there's a there's a couple of metro stops really close to the park height so we did not find it to be any sort of issue getting around where we wanted to go but if you want to be closer into like the mall and the white house and all that stuff then you may want to choose a different i'm just so amazed that a park hyatt could be twenty thousand points a night so i just gotta know does it live up to the park hyatt the rooms i mean what do they look like is it as nice as, as those Park Hyatt's that are more expensive? I would say it's not. It's like the rooms seem a little bit more dated than something like the Park Hyatt in New York. Um, I would not say that they're as nice, but they are roomy. Like the the rooms themselves are pretty big. And I thought the bathroom was really nice. So that might be why it's fewer points. It's not like super ultra luxurious but it was i thought it was fine and i feel like the restaurant i mean if you're a globalist i think the park hyatt in dc is a no-brainer because the breakfast is so good here we are again with our food critic <laughs> we love our points of miles and we love our globalist breakfasts breakfast right so alex tell us about tell us about an option that is maybe a little more suitable for a larger family that wants to all be in one room. Yeah. So if you want to avoid the double bed situation, if you want to be in one room with your family, then there are a variety, like there's a few different Hyatt place options in the DC area. So one that I've heard really good things about, I haven't personally stayed here, but this is probably where I would stay if I was taking my family, would be the Hyatt Place Washington, DC National Mall. It's a category three, so it's just 12,000 points a night. The rooms come with two queen beds plus a sofa bed. So if you're a family likes of six, like mine, you'd be able to fit in one room. So also you'll get free breakfast. They have an outdoor pool that's open from Memorial to Labor Day. And it's located about a half a mile from the National Mall. So once again, if you prefer to be able to walk to your destinations, then this could be a really great option. So like I said, I think this is probably where I would stay if I was taking my whole family because I just feel like being able to walk places would be easier taking the six of us than having to get on and off the transportation. We did use the public transportation. We were there once and it was really fun and it was really good and nice and clean. And so I do think it's like one of the best that I've been in in the U.S., I would say. Yeah, I agree. It really is nice and clean. 
All right, Pam, what you got? I know you I know you have a Kimpton to share about your favorite. She loves her Kimptons. Yeah. You know, I do love my Kimptons. And actually, I my love affair with Kimptons began on this trip. We stayed at the Kimpton Hotel Monaco. It again was in a really good location. Um, you can book with IHG points, and the price does vary. You can find it sometimes as, as little as 35,000 points a night, clear up to 67,000 points a night. And with um, IHG, if you have the IHG card, you're going to get the fourth night free. So that makes it really reasonable. Um, you could even use an IHG free night certificate if you find that room for under 40,000. That makes it super nice or super nice or if it's more you can just top off a certificate with some points we walked into it and i was like oh my goodness we walked into the lobby and i was like i'm in love with this hotel i love quirky and it was bright apple green and black and it was just it spoke to me right from the get-go i just absolutely absolutely loved it um it's used to be an old post office. And like I said, this is where I became in love with Kimpton Hotels. They're all kind of quirky. They're boutique -y. Lots of times they're on old historical sites. They're just a really fun brand to stay at. At this one, they had an evening social hour. They had the cutest robes in the room. They were like cheetah. And then you'd get uh, polka dots, zebra. I mean, so you have the normal white robes, but these fun, fun robes. I remember taking a picture, Alex, of you and um, Eli in the robes. She loved putting on that robe. <laughs> and it was really cute. Yeah, it, he loved it. And it was just like, we we were upgraded to a suite while we were there. So it was really nice. We had like one of those, um, a tub that was kind of like a clawfoot tub. and he. He was reminding me of Kevin McAllister on Home Alone when he's at the plaza because oh, he was cool. just like, like, I'm going to go take a bubble bath and then put on my robe. And it was hilarious. He was he loved it. He, he was living his best life for sure. In fact, it was really funny. And I think this is something that's kind of a fun thing is that I feel like he he came into his own on that trip. Mm -hmm, like totally. before he was like, mom needed to be by him and stuff. And on this trip, he was kind of like we were like. Uh, where is Eli? And we say, Eli, you have to let us know when you're walking off. But he just became the traveler. He was leading the way. Like he's he sometimes is a more reserved kid. And that's the thing that I think is so cool about traveling with your kids is you can instill or they get this different level of confidence that I don't really feel like you can find elsewhere. It just comes with traveling and kind of seeing different places. And he was walking around the streets of D.C. like he owned the place. It was hilarious. Like, he just, like, we wouldn't say, okay, turn this way or wait for the light. He was like, okay, the guy says I can walk. I'm going to cross the street now. And my mom and I are both like, who is, where did this reserved little boy go? He turns 10, goes to D.C., and he's, like, ready to take on the world. It was one of my favorite things about that trip was just watching how confident he was in this big city. It was one of my favorite things, too. It was like, we got a whole new Eli, and he's never been the same set. <laughs> But this hotel hat was, again, was in a great location. You could walk to almost everything. It was across the street from the Capital One Arena where the Washington Wizards play. You could walk to the National 
mall. It was just a superb location. Yeah, we actually walked from the Grand Hyatt to the Kimpton. Yes, we did. Didn't we, Mom? And we just took, because we only had carry-ons, like rolling suitcases. So we just walked there. And so it wasn't too far from that hotel. It's actually a little bit closer to the National Mall than the Grand Hyatt was. And and like you, my mom was saying, is it's really cool with all the hotel Monaco's. They're built on old historic sites. So like she said, this one used to be a post office. So it was really cool. Um, we actually went on a little tour of the building and they told us about some of the history. But it was really cool to be able to imagine like, oh, this this is where different things happen here. So if you go to a Hotel Monaco, go and ask the people working there um, what the building used to be. It's kind of fun to learn the history there. And the other thing is that with Kimpton Hotels is they have a secret password. So you want to Google that when you go. We didn't know, I think, about that for this trip. But you Google what the secret password is and you kind of slip it into your conversation at check-in and then they give you some sort of prize. It might be a free movie. It might be a special treat. Um, I'm not very good at slipping it in. I usually just say, oh, I understand the secret password is such and such. <laughs> and they still give it to me. <laughs> but but that's something that's really um, important to remember. And I think that this was the first time I was on a trip where I, we hotel hopped. So I think my love of hotel hopping came from this trip where I could see, oh, I went to one place and then I went to another place and I could compare it. And I thought, wow, this is fun. I love comparisons. So I think it all started in Washington, D.C. So Alex, tell us about a Marriott hotel in the area. Yeah. So if you have Marriott points, this is a great option. It's actually really close to the Grand Hyatt. It's the Washington Marriott at Metro Center. This one ranges from like 30,000 to 45,000 points per night, which is a really nice option because you can use that 35K free night certificate that comes with a lot of those Marriott cards. It has an indoor pool, which is nice if your kids, you know, want to swim. Jess would like this one because it has a Starbucks on property. Um, so she would be able to wake up and be ready for her day. Alex knows how I am if I don't get my coffee in the morning. She has experienced it firsthand. So she's always looking out for me <laughs> to recommend hotels that either have a Starbucks in the lobby or have a Starbucks like a block away so that I can get my coffee things. Yep. So Jess would like this one. It might not be a Hyatt, but it has a Starbucks. So one thing about this hotel, though, is it's currently undergoing renova renovations. So it, on the website, it says it's noisy from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. But once that's done, the hotel looks like it'll be really nice. I actually, I kind of feel like I maybe saw someone stay there and it looked like maybe it was either done or some of the rooms are already updated. On the website, it says in 2023 but you just, I don't know when in 2023, but it looks like it's going to be really nice once it's all renovated. So I think that would be a really great stay. I would be tempted to stay there and use my free night certificates. The nice thing about those two is you can top them off with another 15,000 points. So I'm always looking for ways where I can use those free night certificates for something a little more fun than just a little staycation or I don't know, something, something like a cool trip like Washington, D.C. would be a really cool way to use those free night certificates. So as you can see, there are a lot of hotel options in Washington, D.C. It is similar to New York in that no matter what kind of points you have, you're going to find a hotel there 
where you can redeem those points. There are Hyatt, Hilton, Marriott, IHG, any hotel brand you can think of, you will easily be able to redeem them in D.C., which is one of the reasons why we love going there. If you would like to earn points to stay at one of the Hyatt hotels that we mentioned, we would recommend racking up those Chase Ultimate Rewards points with Chase cards or Hyatt cards. We will link our ultimate guide to Hyatt points in the show notes so you can kind of see what your options are. If you are interested in the IHG hotel, the Kempton that Pam raved about, we recommend opening the IHG cards. There are a few different options. The Premier or the Business Premier are our favorites of the three. And as for Marriott, you want to redeem some Marriott points or free night certificates at the Marriott that Alex talked about. Then again, we're going to recommend going with some of those Marriott co-branded cards. There are a lot of them to choose from. So we will put a link to our best offers page in the show notes and you can see which Marriott offers are currently high or might be a good option for you. Okay, so let's go and talk a little bit about what to do in D.C. There is definitely no shortage of things to do here, which is I feel like I've only been once and we did not even scratch the surface. I know, Jess, you've been a few times, but I'm assuming there's still things that you're like, oh, we didn't get to do this. Like, I feel like you could go and go and go and you will still find things to do. New things. Yes. So tell us some of your favorites. So the really nice thing about D.C., especially if you have a family or a large family, is so much of the things to do there are free. And so the zoo is free. The Smithsonian museums are free. And so it is really easy. I mean, if you're paying for your flights with miles and your hotels with points and then all these activities are free, it is a really easy destination to go to on a budget and not spend very much money out of pocket at all. One of my favorite things to do is the National Mall, just walking around the National Mall, having a picnic. There are food trucks that park outside of there. We did that on our most recent trip. We got dinner from a food truck. We sat on the mall and had like a little picnic and it was great. And then also the Tidal Basin is really fun. So our most recent trip there, we went during cherry blossom season. It's a little bit tricky to time because you never know when the cherry blossoms are going to be in bloom exactly, but you can kind of make an educated guess. And so we lucked out that when we were there, they were blooming and they were beautiful. And so you can walk around the tidal basin or they also have like those um, paddle boats that you pedal with your feet. You can rent those and you can go out on the water like look at the beautiful cherry blossoms and it's just like a really fun family activity to do when it's a nice day outside so those are a couple of my favorites obviously the food truck food is not free and the renting the boat is not free but even if you just walk around the tidal basin that's free and it's still really fun to do that was one of my favorite things to do as well i thought it was really cool especially seeing the lincoln memorial in person because you see it in so many like movies and TV shows to be like, oh, like I'm here. And I was a history teacher for anybody that didn't already know this. I taught U.S. history for two years before I had my oldest. And so being there was really, really fun for me because I taught my students like about the Civil War. So to see Lincoln and see the Gettysburg Address was really, really cool. You know, I that was one of my favorite things too, Alex. In fact, I got really emotional in there. I remember I got kind of teary-eyed 
and just the whole thing. It was it was really a cool experience. And I feel like I'm really patriotic anyway. And going to Washington, D.C. just kind of amps that up. And it was but that but definitely the Lincoln Memorial did it for me, too. That was that was pretty amazing. One of the other things that I really enjoyed when we were there was going to Arlington National Cemetery. That, too, seeing all those who have given their lives for all of us was very emotional. Um, We did pay. You can pay for a tram and kind of it will take you around the area because it's a really large area. And there are shuttle stops. You can kind of a hop on, hop off type of a thing where you can get off for a while. My favorite thing there was the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And we were able to be there for the changing of the guard. And that, too, is a very kind of emotional experience. And it was one that I'll always remember and really enjoyed. So one of my favorite things to do was going to the Holocaust Memorial. Another random fact about me, when I was in fifth grade, we had this assignment in school where we had to choose somebody to be. And so we had to give an oral report in front of our fifth grade class and dresses them and like tell them about our life. So I was Anne Frank. And it was from that assignment that I like started to have this love of history and became a history teacher. So this was kind of a full circle moment, which I will say I also have been to Amsterdam and went to the Anne Frank house. So that was like a really big bucket list for me. But the Holocaust Memorial was really a neat experience and something that I'd wanted to do for a while. But it is a little difficult to get tickets. So you'll want to get them ahead of time if you can. I wasn't able to, but you can try to get them the day of. They go on sale at 7 a.m. So I try to get them that first morning, but I wasn't able to get them like they were gone too fast. So I tried again the second morning and I was able to get them. So I'd recommend. If you don't get them ahead of time, you're going to want to set an alarm on your phone, wake up a little early to get yourself tickets to go. So one thing that I kind of was questioning when I was looking into going there was, is this going to be like, I don't know, a difficult thing for a 10-year-old to see? Um, But I will say it was, it's amazingly so well done. There is a section that is... um, more geared towards kids. It was actually closed while we were there. But even just the general museum is fantastic. And I like I would totally bring my kids. I think that they would be just fine. The thing they do have some very sensitive um things that can be very difficult to see, but they do a really good job of kind of blocking those areas off. So they'll have like a little cement wall kind of around something. And then there'll be a sign that will warn you that hey this might be sensitive so what I would do is I would go look at it and then you can decide as the parent oh, do I want my kid to come see this little portion or am I gonna you know keep your keep your kid away from it kind of thing so I am glad that we went um my son was very interested in it I think it's a very important thing for people to learn about um so yeah I assuming mom you loved it as well didn't you Oh, I absolutely loved it. It it was great. It was, it's one of those things that you, you're just not going to get all the way through it. You feel like you barely touched the surface. And so you need to go back when you go return to Washington, D.C., but it was, it was phenomenal. So like I said, there are a ton of free things, museums to, to visit in D.C. 
A couple of our favorites are the National Zoo. You do, I think for all of these, even if they're free, you do need to go online and get like a timed ticket. So it doesn't cost anything, but you still just have to sign up for a day and a time. And so we did that for the zoo. We went early in the morning to try and beat the crowd and it was great. Been there a couple times now. And then the Smithsonian museums that are, so the zoo is like, you have to take, you have to take public transportation to get there. It's not, it's not walking distance, but the other Smithsonian museums, a lot of them are located right along the National Mall. And so they're really convenient to get to. And our favorite is probably the Air and Space Museum. But there's also the National History Museum that my daughter really enjoyed. So those are a couple of options. There's a ton of options. Um, another thing we did that is not free, but we really enjoyed is the Spy Museum. It is great for kids and adults. It's fun. You walk in. And you are given like a badge and you're assigned, like you're a spy and you're assigned a task. And so it's kind of fun because you have little like tasks that you have to complete as you're going through the museum. So my daughter and my stepson really, really enjoyed that. My daughter's really into like scavenger hunts or any sort of games that she can play as she's going through a museum to like keep her attention. And so we really liked the Spy Museum. Jess, this grandma loved the Spy Museum. She's getting that. I could have stayed there forever. I loved it. It was so fascinating to me to see all the stories of these spies. And I thought for sure this is what Eli was going to absolutely, this was going to be his favorite thing. And I don't know if he was just tired of that day or whatever, but he was rushing through things. And I was like, wait, I'm not done. <laughs> You know, she was ready to go when I wanted to stay longer. It is really fun. So I highly recommend that. Yeah, I think his favorite was maybe the Natural History Museum and especially seeing the dinosaurs, the animals, like that whole area was really cool. But yeah, he loved that. He liked the Spy Museum, but it, we were there for at least three hours. Don't you think, Mom? I could have stayed longer. I know. Was, it was just, we didn't even, I don't even know if we finished. No, I, we didn't. I, it was, I have to go back, spend a whole day there. So what are some of the things when you go back that you'd like to do again? Alex, what would you do when you go back to Washington, D.C.? So one thing that we looked into doing last time was a bike tour. And I really wanted to do it, but the weather just wasn't ideal for this. Like rain was in the forecast. Last thing my mom and I wanted to do was be out riding bikes in the rain. So I thought, you know, I'll do that next time. Um, I'd also really like to do the Segway tour. So either one, I'm pretty sure we couldn't do the Segway tour because Eli was not old enough to ride it, I think. But the kids can do the bike tour. So I think that would be really fun. I love going on tours like that where you're outside, you're moving, and you have, you know, a tour guide explaining these things. I think you just get a little bit more out of it than just like looking at everything kind of on your own. Jess, what about you? So I have done a lot in D.C. I feel like I've done most of the things. Um, I am actually a member of the Supreme Court Bar, which sounds really impressive. It's really more just like a it, it's really more just a, it's really more just a fun thing to do. Um, but you get sworn in at the Supreme Court. So that's so my husband and I have went to D.C. by ourselves once. And that's why to swear me in to the uh, Supreme Court bar. 
he is actually so you have to have an attorney swear you in and we are both attorneys and so he actually swore me in in front of the supreme court which was an amazing experience but once you're a member of the supreme court bar there's like a special entrance for you at the supreme court and you can go hear oral arguments and I would really love to do that one day. I know that is super nerdy and niche thing to say, but I would love to go watch oral arguments at the Supreme Court in the Supreme Court bar section. And also all the times I've been to D.C. and I've never been to the portrait gallery. And I that is something I really want to do. So I'm going to add that to my list for next time we go. Well, you just sound really impressive. So everyone's like, what? Jess was on the Supreme Court? That people are going to think you're on the Supreme Court now. And now she's in GHM. I know. It's like, <laughs> and now I make content for Instagram. Um, But no, I am not on the Supreme Court, but I did get to sit at like the front row. And it was just a very surreal experience. That is very cool. I don't think very many people can say that they've done that. All right, Pam, what about you? What's on your to-do list? I would say the thing that I was most disappointed that we couldn't do was to do a tour of the White House. And I just didn't, you know, think about it ahead of time. Um, So you need to submit a request to do that with your representative, a minimum of 21 days in advance and no more than 90 days in advance. And we didn't think about it till about a week before. So that wasn't going to work. But they do have tours of the White House from 8 to 1230 on Tuesdays through Saturdays. I think the tours are about 45 minutes. We saw people in line for them, and I was just really wishing I could just kind of, you know, get in there by someone and get through. So that is what I would like to do. I think that would be really fascinating. And I have done that. And so my piece of advice and it was amazing. I highly, highly recommend it. Again, it's free. You just got to get your tickets through your um, representative, but it's free. I did plan far and shocker. Monica planned far in advance. So I I set a reminder on my calendar for ni- for the 90 days. And as soon as it turned 90 days, I just most representatives have like a form on their website for you to fill out specifically for this purpose. And so I just went on my representative's website. I filled out the request with the dates I wanted, the number of tickets I needed. It's a little bit nerve wracking because I think you don't find out whether you got them until like the week before you go. So you just kind of have to submit it and hope for the best. But luckily, we found out that we got tickets. And so I agree. I highly recommend it. When you do that, do you request like the date and the time? I don't think you request... If I, this was a couple years ago, so I'm having trouble remembering. I don't think you request the time. I think you just request the day. Okay. The that's day good. That's not like, oh, between this day and this day. So then you're like, wait, I can't like schedule anything. So it's good. It's just like a day that you have to like kind of set aside. And I think that most, like she said, they start at 8 a.m. We had a really early time because I remember them telling us like we had to be there at 730 to be in line. Obviously, there is a very strict screening process that you have to go through you like can't bring anything like you can't bring a phone you cannot bring anything in there with you you can't bring a purse so you have to just plan ahead around that well i think that you can see that washington dc is full of a ton of fun things to do and if you're like us you probably won't be able to do it in just one visit But that's okay because you can easily get the points to come back for another trip. 
If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you would share it with your family and friends and leave us a review. We appreciate it so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Travel Hacking Mom Show. Make sure to hit the subscribe or follow button from wherever you're listening so you never miss an episode. Want to start jet setting even faster? Follow the links in the show notes to learn about everything we discussed in today's episode. And to stay connected and follow along, follow us on Instagram at Travel Hacking Mom. We can't wait to see where in the world points and miles take you.